What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The beautiful thing about life is if you are still living, if you are still breathing, you have already survived 100% of your worst days. And sometimes because we don't write things down, we forget how much we've already overcome. Patrice Washington, and this is the Redefining Wealth Podcast, where authenticity leads to alignment and abundance. Join us each week as we peel back the layers on what wealth truly means and dive into conversations that inspire, connect, and empower you to live your richest life. Get ready to challenge the status quo. It's time to redefine wealth for yourself. Welcome back to another episode of Redefining Wealth. And you have caught us in our month of mindfulness. Listen, you might be wondering, well, why is this podcast say Redefining Wealth? But now she says we're talking about mindfulness and self-care routines. That is because we are a community that understands that wealth is so much more than just money and material possessions. When you get to the root of the 12th century definition of wealth, it's about the condition of well-being and happiness. And so we need to be well in all of the parts of our life that impact our finances, even when we're not thinking about it. And I believe that our self-care routine is such a big part of that process. Now, let me start with this. Self-care is not about getting my nails done or getting my hair done. Self-care is the intentional action and practice that you put behind promoting your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. So it involves activities that prioritize our own health and happiness and overall quality of life. And getting my nails done doesn't do that. Might make me feel more presentable, more confident if I go on a date and definitely better because I talk with my hands when I'm recording videos or when I'm speaking on stage, but it doesn't necessarily promote my physical, mental, and emotional well-being. And I believe that any of the acts of self-care that we incorporate in our life, it really 
amplifies over time. It compounds over time and you want it to become just a way of daily life. Now, I will have you know that one of my best friends, Carly Harvey Raymond, gets her nails done every single week. And she says it is an act of self-care. And this is what I love about it. It's an individual thing. So I'm only going to share with you what works for me. And I like to live my life by the pillars. So I'm going to break them down by pillar, how I care for myself. But before we get into that, let's get to the affirmation of the week. This week's affirmation is mindfulness is my superpower. I acknowledge the power of mindfulness as a tool for inner peace and mental clarity. By staying present in each moment, I harness the strength to navigate life's challenges with grace and composure. My mindfulness practice deepens both myself and soul awareness, allowing me to better understand my thoughts and emotions. With this revelation, I make intentional choices that serve my well-being and inner peace, and I am better equipped to manage stress, improve my concentration, and nurture my overall well-being. Through mindfulness, I access a wellspring of resilience, productivity, and tranquility, empowering me to create a harmonious and fulfilled life. Declare with me today, mindfulness is my superpower. Okay, I hope you enjoyed that affirmation. I intentionally wrote it so that you would see that self-care rituals are indeed sacred. Because if you saw your self-care as sacred, right? As the affirmation suggests, you wouldn't put them off as things that weren't important or something that you would get around to one day. You would really be okay with even people saying, well, that makes you selfish. Okay, it's fine. Let it make me selfish because the truth is until I care for myself, I am in no position to care for others. If I do not nurture myself and make sure that my cup is full, how do I give to anyone else? Because the truth is we can only give from our overflow. What's inside of the cup is for us. And all of these rituals and practices and routines are about making sure that our cups stay full so that as it overflows, we really can be of service, right? And the more you layer on different self-care practices, the more overflow you will have in the saucer, right? In order to serve other people. Let's jump in. I want you to understand, first of all, that self-care just, it encompasses a wide range of activities or strategies. Again, they're just tailored to your individual needs and preferences. My biggest thing is that I utilize these practices I'm going to share with you to maintain harmony. I see them as a way of reducing stress. I see them as a way of helping me process life. And I see them as a way of helping me prevent burnout, especially when life gets really demanding or really challenging. And so the first pillar, as you know, is the fifth pillar. It's about becoming your best self, both mentally and physically. And so even though I thought I would do one per pillar, let's just do a couple. I have tons of them, honestly, but these are the few I wanted to share. So we already talked about mindfulness last week here on the podcast, but the second thing that I do for self-care and the fit pillar is bi-weekly therapy. I do not only rely on therapy when I am in a time of crisis. Therapy is about maintenance. And so when life kind of speeds up and I need more, 
I may go to weekly therapy, but for the most part, I invest in bi-weekly therapy or counseling whenever I need to just process life. It is so good to have a thinking partner and it is a part of self-care to not sit in a place by yourself and talk yourself in and out of things, go round and round and round with no support or continue to talk to people who don't have the capacity to actually support you in taking your next step. Now, of course, there's tons of different types of therapists and types of mental health support. You have to figure out what works for you. Of course, here on the podcast, I've heard from many purpose chasers who have utilized BetterHelp. So you can definitely click the link in our show notes if you want to try BetterHelp for therapy. But whatever you choose, just understanding that having that level of support is an act of self-care. Another act of self-care that I incorporate is physical activity. Creating a routine, no matter what it is, if it's walking, if it's running, if it's jogging, if it's yoga, kickboxing, Pilates, try different things. This is the month of mindfulness and in the Redefining Wealth app, it's really been encouraging to see people stretching themselves to try something different, try something new. Moving your body is so good for you. One of the things that really got me into working out regularly was not just because I wanted to look good in a dress, child, not that at all. It was looking in the mirror whenever I'm at the gym, and I still do this to this day, applauding and congratulating myself for taking time out for me. Working out consistently was one of the first times as a mother and at that time as a wife that I was doing something for just myself, not for Reagan, not for my former husband, but just for me, something that allowed me to feel good, something that allowed me to feel like I was the priority in my own life, something that I knew was just good for me overall. And then as my body started to shift and, you know, develop more muscle and get more lean and I feel better in my clothes and I have more energy All of that compounds to be better for my overall quality of life. But just as a self-care routine, for me, if I do not move my body at minimum three times a week, but I really go for four to five times a week, I just feel off. And that's how I know that I've given my power to everything and everyone else. And I haven't prioritized what helps me the most. So therapy, And physical fitness are two ways that I incorporate self-care. People pillar, it's going to sound so simple, but how often do we not do this? For people pillar, self-care for me looks like just spending quality time with the people I love. It is scheduling regular quality time with friends and family just to nurture those connections. It is about engaging in any whether it's on the phone or a FaceTime or going to brunch with my super friends, which I just did recently, we're trying to do that more regularly. It just strengthens relationships. It brings joy. It allows you to just be present. It allows you to normalize your experience. When we are always by ourselves, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're a solopreneur and you are so into the hustle and grind of doing all of the things, completing all of the tasks, sitting at your desk from sunup to sundown, trying to make it happen. I understand. But a part of your self-care can look like peeling away 
from slaving (laughs) at that desk in front of that computer on that tablet with that device and going to just look into someone else's eyes and watch them smile. It is an act of self-care for me to bring joy to the people that I love, to smile with them, to laugh with them, to share a meal with them, to have a drink with good girlfriends, to sit on the couch and watch a show with Reagan or with my partner, like whatever it is, right? People pillar, a part of your self-care is just making time to be present, to have quality time with the people you say you love. And the space pillar, space pillar is about setting up your life to support you. Now, one of the things that we've talked about in the space pillar very often is just creating a vibe, right? Creating a space that energizes you and feels really good. And one way that I practice self-care is just enjoying music. Bringing music into the space. And I listen to a lot of affirmation music. So of course we had Tony Jones at Redefining Wealth Live um, last year. Such a vibe. Londrell, who was on the podcast last year, I listened to him a, a lot. I infused my space with really positive, uplifting music. Sometimes it's 90s R&B. And I don't know if you guys, this is a sidebar. Anyone who listens to 90s R&B, when I was a kid, I really didn't know everything I was singing. <laughs> and some of the things that I'm singing now as, you know, someone who's been married and all those things, I listen to these lyrics. I'm like, oh, we were set up for failure. But anyhow, that's another story. But dancing around my house, dancing around the kitchen, getting in the mirror and dancing and just enjoying music is so important just for our emotional regulation, right? Because music evokes such a wide range of emotions. So Listening to music can create an emotional release or it can be a way to enhance good feelings, positive feelings. Listening to music, studies show that it is linked to stress reduction. It's just a part of a mindfulness practice, just paying attention to the sounds, the rhythms, the melodies, and just really soaking it in. There's another group that I really love. It's called Chris and Teeb, or they're called Chris and Teeb. Chris, the normal spelling, N-T-E-E-B. T-E-E-B. Love them. They're affirmational too, but I just love it getting in a zone with the mantras and that is an act of self-care. If I am not intentional about listening to music throughout the day, turning something on that uplifts me, having a moment, this is why I start all of my coaching sessions and Pillar Mastery and Mastery Momentum with music to just ground us and bring us back. If you really think about it, Can you go hours, if not days, if not weeks without really listening to music? It's such a beautiful act of self-care because it's so personal and it's it's just about you being present, right? This is also why I made a playlist a part of the Institute for Redefining Wealth. I created playlists by pillars so people could just get in a zone based on whatever pillar they're really interested in. And so this is a way, enjoying music is such a simple way to practice self-care. I have a confession to make. My relationship with looking good is so complicated. 
I don't know if you're anything like me, but I like high quality clothes. I just don't like going shopping and I definitely don't always want to pay high quality prices, if you know what I'm saying. Plus, I don't always want to wear the same stuff over and over again. So I was super excited when I found out about the clothing rental membership armoire because they are making getting dressed stylish, but super easy. When I signed up, I took a five minute style quiz and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my lifestyle. I'm filming in a few weeks and I literally just got the cutest blazers delivered to my door in as little as two days. And when I'm ready for new clothes, I can just swap them out for more new to me styles. So whether you're planning your outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for some black tie event, you will be the best dressed person in the room and you won't have to feel bad for only wearing something once. Now, What I also love is that Armoire is women-founded and women-led. They even spotlight women-owned designers on their website, so I know I'm wearing brands that are aligned with my values. I love that I can support a business that's built by women like me. If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, you might want to try Armoire. I promise you will never be without the perfect outfit for any occasion ever again. And right now, Redefining Wealth listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash wealth. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash wealth to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Institute for Redefining Wealth offers a 12-month journey to help you redefine wealth using our unique yet proven framework for financial wellness. We'll be your accountability partner, providing clear success paths, resources, and motivation to keep you on track as you work toward your professional and financial goals. Join me along with purpose chasers from all around the world as we level up pillar by pillar to achieve the lives we say we desire. It all begins with a 30-day authentic alignment audit to identify areas of your life that just may be out of sync with your goals. You'll gain access to in-depth training modules, categorized podcast selections, monthly pillar themes, and challenges with cash and prize giveaways, as well as a resource library tailored to your chosen membership level. For more details, visit redefiningwealth.institute. That's redefiningwealth.institute. Dot Institute. I can't wait to see you there. Another way that I practice self-care, Faith Pillar, is all about believing in something greater. Of course, you guys already know that I'm big on meditation. So I meditate four to five times a week in the morning, but journaling and reflection, oh, such an act of self-care. I believe that many of us suffer from spiritual amnesia. And because self-care, again, is not getting nails or hair done. It's about intentional action and practices that promote your physical, mental, and emotional well-being. You know what feels really good for me when I can read through my journal and look back at a time that was really stressful and see how I made it. Having that reminder 
not only does it create resilience, not only does it restore hope, not only does it allow me to really reconnect with what I say and who I say I believe in, but it is just a reminder that I have already lived through 100% of my worst days. Like I have already made it. I think Steve Harvey taught me that the beautiful thing about life is if you are still living, if you are still breathing, you have already survived 100% of your worst days. And sometimes because we don't write things down, we forget how much we've already overcome. We forget how many obstacles we've already like, man, moved through. How many bolder moments we've already survived that were really designed to take us out. And so to me, journaling, but then also reading back through my journals from over the years, and I have 20 years worth of journals and reflecting have been such an act of self-care. It is such a beautiful way to regulate my own emotions, but then my expectations and even my ability to just process what I'm experiencing. So that is a big way that I practice self-care in the faith pillar. In the work pillar, I have some new practices for self-care that I wanted to share with you. One of them is setting minimum standards. I am learning that to promote my own well-being, I have to be okay with not getting everything crossed off the to-do list. And your girl loves a good to-do list. And which is funny because I'm about to say something else right after this, but I have been the person that I thrive off of creating the checklist and I would do extra things and then go back, write them on there just so I could check them off or cross them off, right? But being more mindful of my workload and understanding that it's okay. I batch record the podcast as an example. It's okay to just do two or three episodes. I don't have to save the world and record 10 episodes in a day. Because one of the things that I've been learning is that while I'm a high achiever, I don't have to be an overachiever. I don't have to do the most. I don't have to do more than whoever else because I'm not competing with anyone else. And the idea that all these things have to be done in one day instead of just allowing myself to get to a win. Three to four things accomplished in a day that really matter is a win. So having minimum standards for what feels good instead of trying to maximize every single little moment out of the day and not creating any space to think, to feel, to breathe, to practice mindfulness, that's not a win to me anymore. I don't want it. I don't like it. And so an act of self-care is setting minimum standards. Another act of self-care that I recently picked up from Ryan Holiday is the anti-to-do list. Ooh, so good. The anti-to-do list is just a list of things that I won't do. (laughs) It is really challenging, your girl, but I am really leaning into it as an act of self-care Understanding that just for all, you know, all the times that I've made the list of a million things I wanted to do or that I desire to do, force myself to do, what are the things that are just, no, I'm not going to do that. And I don't even have to question it. So here's an example of some of the things that are on my anti-to-do list. I will not give a yes to something a month from now that I wouldn't give a yes to tomorrow. 
So this is really big for me because as much as I say no, because of the volume of things that I'm invited to participate in, as much as I say no, my yeses still end up overlapping and causing stress later. And stress is not aligned with what I desire for my self-care. And so being more mindful about not giving a yes to something a month from now that I wouldn't give a yes to if I had to do it tomorrow is an act of self-care. What's another one that I have on my anti-to-do list? I will not take calls or video meetings without a clear purpose. If there's no clear agenda, if there's no clear purpose, and if we are not laser focused on what we need to accomplish in those 20, 30, or 45 minutes, I don't want to do it anymore. Sitting on a call and going back and forth with people about their weekend. I am a people person. I love people, but also the days that I give to productivity need to be productive. And being productive and having, you know, my minimum standard and allowing me to get through the plethora of things that are on my plate um, is an act of self-care because I want to feel good about what I've accomplished at the end of the day. And if I let other people derail that by not having focus in the meetings, that is like the furthest thing from self-care that adds stress and it's just unnecessary. Right. So for me, coming up with my anti to do list, which I'm still working through and adding to is an act of self-care. And honestly, I have to give this as an honorable mention. Launching the Redefining Wealth app was an act of self-care because I really was starting to get tired of my DMs being trash. (laughs) I couldn't even talk to my clients or get to people who were genuinely interested in sharing the work or wanting to know more about how to work with me without going through so much trash that I would be, you know, not even wanting to open the DMs, but then I'm missing the people I do want to connect with, the people who really rock with me, the people who support this podcast like you do. Instead, I was being overwhelmed by the takers on social media, people who, you know, don't want anything but to try to pitch and sell you something all day long. And so launching the app was an act of self-care because what feels good for me and my well-being is serving my audience at the highest possible level without the intrusiveness of what I experience on social media at this point. It was mentally draining and emotionally draining to have to tell my own clients, oh, I didn't see your message because all these other people were chatting with me. That was an act of self-care. It truly has been, and I'm really loving the ability to connect with my audience. So if you haven't downloaded the app, redefiningwealth.app or in your iOS or Android store, please do. Definitely an act of self-care. And in this season where we're getting into the election here in the U.S., I would say it would be an act of self-care for you to have some place to go where you can connect and engage with people who are having elevated conversations instead of, you know, all the things that are already happening and really getting ready to happen in the next few months. Now, I happen to be one of those people that are motivated to work out on my own, but I personally don't get the best fit pillar results I can when I don't use a professional trainer because everything that's permissible is not necessarily beneficial. But having a full life can make it so hard to get on the same schedule as a personal trainer. But when I discovered Future in January 2023, the game changed. It has helped me stay committed to my fit pillar goals on the go. It's a personal training app made to fit your life. You get a dedicated coach, 
personalized training plans and access to unlimited workouts. And trust me, you will enjoy them. I would love for you to check out Future Today if you know that you can do okay with your Fit Pillar by yourself, but you want that additional support and you really want to get serious about your Fit Pillar. Go to patricewashington.com slash future and get 50% off your first month today. That's 50% off your first month when you use my link patricewashington.com slash future. And then last pillar, money pillar, One of my acts of self-care in the money pillar is honestly creating a spending plan. Now, you may call it a budget, whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter to me. But every time this gets out of order for me, stress ensues. So knowing what's going on with your money and acting accordingly is an act of self-care. It is an act of self-love because ignoring what's going on with your finances only creates anxiety. You know something may not be right, But when you're ignorant to what the details are, you're not empowered to do anything. You can never recondition what you won't allow yourself to recognize. And in the money pillar, especially being radically honest is an act of self-care. Knowing what's going on, knowing what is and what ain't is an act of self-care. Money avoidance does not serve you. Avoiding opening the mail does not serve you. What it does is... It keeps you ignorant of where you are and what your options are to move forward, to move past, to heal whatever's going on. And that only creates cycles of stress. And then that stress bleeds in to how you do all of the other pillars. That stress bleeds in to your inability to have the energy to go and work out for the fit pillar or to spend that quality time with your loved ones for the people pillar, or to just sit and be able to enjoy music for the space pillar and to be able to sit and journal and reflect for the faith pillar. Like it ends up impacting everything else. All of these things are connected. So for me, these are just some of the things that I do to practice self-care. And I really want to encourage you to figure out what your mix is. Because my self-care routines also change based on the season that I'm in. But just understanding that I have a right to take intentional action, to have specific practices that amplify, that optimize, that promote my physical, mental, and emotional well-being. This is about me nurturing my health, my happiness, my overall quality of life, and not being apologetic for it, not feeling like I'm selfish because I have these things that I do for me. Nothing that I even listed here was selfish, was it? But yet we shy away from self-care rituals and do very shallow versions of this because we don't want to upset anyone. This is the year that anybody can get it. (laughs) You could be upset about anything. But if it is promoting my self-confidence, my self-peace, my self-love, that is what it is. Now, let me just say this though. Self-care is not just doing anything that soothes you. Because some people will say, well, self-care, I'm overindulging in food. I'm watching excessive amounts of TV. I'm drinking alcohol, doing drugs, but this is what feels good for me. Now, wait a minute. Self-care should support and promote health and wellness. It should not be something that's addictive. It should not be something that's harmful to your body. 
It is about conscious effort to maintain balance, to reduce stress, to prevent burnout, to really promote your mental and physical well-being. If it's causing you harm, that is not self-care, no matter how much you like it. So let me just say that. But I hope hearing some of the things that I do normalizes these practices for you, because I think sometimes we just make things way too deep. We make things so hard and we don't understand how these simple everyday shifts can change your life. Just doing some of these things or finding your own. Let's talk about it. Come on in. You know, I'm not going to be in them DMs on Instagram anymore. So come on into the Redefining Wealth app and let's share more about our self-care practices. I think you're really going to enjoy just learning what other people are doing, chatting with other purpose chasers, and of course, trying some of the things that we have on our calendar this month for the month of mindfulness. And I hope it's a blessing to you. That's it for me today. I hope this episode, again, really encourages you to think about your self-care practices and stop making it something that's so hard or has to be so expensive or so difficult. This is not about that. It's just about you being well, because after all, the original definition of wealth is the condition of well-being. So for you to truly enjoy and maintain and sustain the finances you desire It's in your best interest to get this self-care stuff down. Don't you think? I think so. Don't forget to rate and review the podcast. And I will see you in the Redefining Wealth app. Until next week, I want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later. 